You're listening to Season 11, Episode 170, recorded on May 25th, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Terry Klein. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at CIMP.live. That's CIMP.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Hello and welcome to episode 170 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. My name is Becky Jo Neal. This is my beautiful co-host, Kim Stacy. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, she said it's going to yeah. be May up in here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are here because of our incredible production team at uh, Music First Hand and also to uh, due to our incredibly generous uh, patrons we love you very much and sponsors thank you again for all your support without you we would be nothing uh yeah i probably would have had several light bills turned off by now so thanks for all of that we love you very much um we are joined by the incredibly talented terry klein ladies and gentlemen round i don't know why we're i felt like i'm so happy to be here and he immediately regrets being here. By here, <laughs> by here, I mean in the room where I've spent a lot of the last fifteen months. Yes, describe yeah. uh, your setup here. You're in a. You said a a metal shack. It's a metal shed. That's exactly yeah, right. You're and, in a bunker. Uh, it's where I I write and do things, and it's just fantastic. And it's got a, a bunch of different names. There are people who call it the man shack, uh, hey. which is cute, kind of. Uh, and there are people who call it the song shed. Nicole Wagner Ooh. calls it the song shed. I like Nicole. Uh, yes, I do too. Um, and uh, but it's just a it's just a shed. It's yeah. Let's not get crazy. It's just yeah. a shed. <laughs> no, I love it. Also, um, people who are watching this or listening to this right now, please understand that part of the beauty of um, streaming and filming uh, is that oftentimes we are not given the privilege of air conditioning because it messes with sound. So uh, if you're feeling generous and also guilty that you're watching a man potentially sweat himself to death in a metal shed, please consider donating to his Venmo, which is just, Terry Klein music at Venmo. And um, we always like to use a specific set of emojis. Uh, when you tip on Venmo or PayPal, be sure you use the fist bump emoji and the gritted teeth. That's what we decided, right? Yes. Why uh, the gritted teeth? Uh, it just, it works. It's like, it's, it's basically like if you go through my list, you know how like they say, go through your list of emojis and figure out which and like go to number five and that's how you felt yesterday mm. like number one is always that gritted teeth emoji and that's just like totally you know like for a while it was just the poop emoji and that's fine but like 
you know, the gritted teeth emoji, it just works for, it's, it's an all purpose. It's just, it's very user-friendly. It makes sense. I'm here for it. Uh, I, I do baby angels. Oh, she's the baby angel. Baby angel. Yeah. I like that. I can My roommate and I send that to each other. I respect that. Um, so yeah, if you have a good time uh, tonight watching this and you uh, maybe, I don't know, want to tip the man for sweating in a metal box. Cooking himself you know, from the inside out. Yeah. yeah. He turned his place into an air fryer. So yeah. Tip him. Yes. Well, the good news at microwave least- dinner. The good news is that today was like a like a totally mild, awesome weather day in Austin, and it wasn't eighty eight degrees and like a gym sock. True. It also said it was going to rain all day, and so I was paranoid about it. And then when it barely sprinkled, I was mad about it. And I'm like, do I have trust issues with this weather now? Like that's officially where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Son of a. Anywho, so um, speaking of being locked inside of a box, uh, we all have been. Uh, nice. She's a segue. Segue. That goes down for the book. <laughs> it's better than reaching to absolute shit, which is what I normally do. Uh, <laughs> speaking of being locked inside of a box, the entirety of Sane America has been inside of a box for the better part of the last year. Um I, we would like to know what awesome stuff you have discovered whilst in quarantine. Do you have any new hobbies? Did you accomplish anything? Did you do any DIY projects? Like what was your silver linings playbook to <laughs> the quarantine? Well, uh, we were super paranoid about all, all germ related stuff. So, uh, so there was a point at which uh, the, the, one of the 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 pipes underneath the sink in the kitchen because we have a double sink for some stupid reason i have no idea why we have a double sink there's no reason to have a double sink you just have one sink and you put everything in the one sink and that's just where anyway we have a double sink and one of the drains the the thing that like it goes down and then it takes a left and then it goes down again the the part of it that took a left uh was clogged and it's uh pvc and so you can actually unscrew it and you can clear that clog yourself oh uh, and i didn't know that i went on youtube and i figured that out and i cleared that clog and um the pestilence and disgustingness and grossness that i found in that pipe that had been gathered i think over the last 16 years was uh <laughs> i just i will never forget it it's like one of those you know how like your memory is related to your senses and like your sense oh, yeah. of smell memory is like super, super, uh, strong. Well, I will never forget that smell. It was, <gasps> it was like rotten black beans and, uh, feet. It was just like so bad. But so that yeah. was, that's a skill I didn't know that I had. Um, Good for and, you. Uh, and so other than that, did a bunch of walking, uh, and I think I've been reading more, probably, uh, pretty boring stuff, but, uh, but I, I cleared, uh, I cleared the, the great grime bomb no. of 2020, I think. Honestly, if you're okay, if you're an adult who has not yet come to encounter your first rat king of a pipe disaster, mm. which like rat, uh, if you're not familiar, a rat king is when 
a bunch of rats in a sewer will sort of amalgamate together <laughs> and turn into this gross, disgusting. What's that yeah. term? Uh, Mighty Morphin Rangers. No, what's the term for a golem? It's like a golem of rats. It's just like made of a bunch of things of itself. And they just move together like a hive mind. Horrifying. Those things happen in your sink drains. For any adult who has not yet encountered a rat king in a sewer or a pipe, it smells like a middle school mixer. (laughs) Just smelly little kids and feet. Yeah, they haven't like learned what deodorant is yeah Uh, or they don't yeah and they don't know that they should be using deodorant not quite yet understanding the funk to funk oh music for stan coming looking for a plumber called terry at 1-800 klein songs chris i'm gonna i'm personally reporting that joke (laughs) yeah it's terrible I, oh, I need to. I, that remi- I need to claim that number. I got to make sure I have that number so that it comes <laughs> to my cell phone. Right. Um, Watch it be. I'm the only one who wants to vomit anytime you have to clean the hair out of this thing. No. Oh. no. There's. Have you ever watched yeah, my strange? It's my addiction? one issue. It's my one. I can't. Do you know? That. Do you know no, what episode I'm talking about? about? I'm. Go- I don't you know? know what you're talking about, but because you thought of a strange addiction when I said hair in the drain, I already want to vomit. No, this guy has a it's like a it's like a built in guilt because he knows how disgusting it is and how how repulsive it is to other people. But he cannot help himself from pulling the hair out of drains at any house he goes to. (laughs) And then he says he's overwhelmed. I don't know why I'm laughing about this. This is obviously some terrible trauma this person went through. But like it is bananas to me that afterwards he's just like oh i'm disgusting i'm disgusting and it's like yes you are why are you pulling your friend's hair out of the drain kyle or whatever your name oh <sighs> kim kim's dead for the viewers kim is dead inside we we act I, like broker. i just turned 25 shades of white <laughs> I, I can't that's disgusting i feel sick she feels dirty. If you feel great, yeah. please consider joining our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Um, we've got a bunch of crazy shit cooking for you. We have a TV show we're about to go live with in June. Uh, four episodes a month uh, that you will get. If you don't want to watch the public access show and you just want to watch our stuff, you will get exclusively on Patreon. We've also got some extra side uh, sketchies uh, and bonus behind the scenes content. They're sketchies. Pretty sketchy. We're all girl. Don't Google me. If you're, you're concerned, don't, uh, I've got some stuff coming for you on Patreon. So please join us on Patreon. And if you're also having fun listening to our rat King of conversation, tip Terry Klein on Venmo with a fist bump and a emoji. We're going to hear a first song from Terry Klein. Uh, Please comment below with any questions you've got on Facebook and uh, please subscribe and like our YouTube while you're there. Um, Enjoy the first song from Terry Klein. That just jumped. That just came at me real quick. Uh, (laughs) um, Okay. I'm going to play the first song on my second album. Um, If you uh, are a fan of the Beastie Boys, uh their album check your head which is a masterpiece in my opinion uh the first song on that record starts with i think mike d saying this is the next the first song on our new album this is not a new album this is my second record 
I've dug myself a little hole here. But this is called Sagamore Bridge. Well, they took out the circle. But the traffic's no better. The $60 million just pissed away. You sit for an hour. The baby fills her diaper, but that huggy ain't leaking. So I guess we're okay. And at Ferretti's in Brewster, roast beef and salami, sliced to perfection, that IBP meat. Folks stand there waiting, and two nicks and tevas, a little hungover, maybe one third asleep. On a thin strip of sand, out in the Atlantic, you can sin like the Kennedys did. Provincetown salt boxes shimmer in sunlight. There's a suicide fence on the Sagamore Bridge. There's a suicide fence on the Sagamore Bridge. Yeah, that bar band in Wellfleet. They do hits from the 90s at the Beachcomber Pub on Saturday nights. It's like an ad for Viagra. They play Bush and Nirvana. Get on the bar flies and get lucky sometimes And the rich folks from Chatham, well, they don't like poor folks Say affordable housing, it won't happen here And in their black E-350s, when they've had four too many They speed on the back roads and T-bone the deer On a thin strip of sand, out in the Atlantic You can sin like the Kennedys did Provincetown salt boxes shimmer in sunlight. There's a suicide fence on the Sagamore Bridge. There's a suicide fence on the Sagamore Bridge. Hey, the girls in from Russia live in single wide trailers in Yarmouth and Dennis. On summer J1s, they make four bucks an hour serving crab cakes at parties and repel the advances of husbands and sons. And on Labor Day weekend, locals stand on the bridges, waving goodbye at the folks on Route 6. Then they head back to their houses, feeling smug satisfaction, mix Coke and Evan Williams, and scream at their kids. On a thin strip of sand, out in the Atlantic, you can sin like the Kennedys did. Provincetown salt boxes shimmer in sunlight. There's a suicide fence on the Sagamore Bridge. There's a suicide fence on the Sagamore Bridge. There's a suicide fence on the Sagamore If you're just joining us, uh, this is Terry Klein on episode 170 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. I'm Becky Joe. That's Kim Stacy. Hey. <laughs> and uh, we are joined by obviously the very talented Terry Klein. Thank you again for joining us, Terry. Really appreciate it. Oh, I'm ah. so happy to be here. I am 
uh, yeah, so many of my friends have done it. And so it was really cool to get an email from Chris inviting me on. I would just, it's like just a really, really cool idea. Like I was talking to my, I was talking to my mom about it. She's like, what do you have going on next week? And I said, I'm going on this show called comedians interviewing musicians. And she said, well, that's an interesting idea. It's a really cool idea. <laughs> yeah. Chris is a genius to be, to be fair, this whole idea, we've always felt like there's a very like kismet energy with comedians and musicians. It's a vulnerability. It's a coping mechanism. It's a creative outlet. Um, and Kimberly is an incredible comedian an incredible actress, but what she is even better at is online creeping. Uh, oh, and Kate Howard's here. Hi. Hi, Terry. Becky. Hey, Kate Hi, Kate. Love you. Um, check Kate Howard's stuff out. We've interviewed her, I think, at least once. At least once, but I think I feel like there might be two. It could be right. Whatever. Uh, we love her. Check her out. Um, but Kimberly is incredible internet sleuth, and she's going to take over for our stand mail segment. Kimberly, Stacey, take it away. <clears throat> oh, thank you. I am a super sleuth. Okay. So. What I do is I go back in time to things that you probably forgot about, which is always my favorite thing to do. And I bring it up and I'm like, I haven't thought about that in 12 years. I'm like, well, I thought about it 12 minutes ago. So I wanna, you did a great list of top 10 reasons to see you live for one of the shows. And number 10 was, um, chances chances are you'll see me spill something on myself are you clumsy i am incredibly clumsy yeah yeah yes clumsy do you always like spill just everywhere yeah uh, clumsy and very accident prone though like i've gotten Ooh. a little bit better at managing that but like when i was really small like i fell down flights of stairs and got knocked and like I if there had been like a frequent buyer club at the emergency room I would have been in pretty good shape oh I see I wish that was like a thing you can get a punch card and then after like your 10th time you get like free morphine or something that's right <laughs> that would be great I would yes. I would subscribe to that yeah, yeah literally for everybody else other than the people on the zoom right before the show my ring light fell on my face and I thought it broke my glasses, but it almost broke my nose. And so I had an ice pack on my face <laughs> trying to stop the black and blue. So yeah, I'm um I'm in the same wheelhouse as you. <laughs> Accident prone. Um <laughs> what I want to know also, do you have any embarrassing stage stories? Oh uh we talked about this before we went on the air and I said, they're all kind of embarrassing in their own little way. Um, but, uh, I'm trying to think of, of any that like really are especially, I mean, like, I feel like it's rare the show that I don't drop at least one lyric. So, uh, so that kind of tends to happen a lot. So to the point where it's no longer embarrassing, it just, it just happens all the time. Absolutely. Um, uh, but, um, there was one thing I, there was like, I go folk musicians have conferences. You probably know this, uh, and it's ridiculous. And, uh, and there's like a huge one, uh, in February every year. And it's like, 
a million it's not it's like three or four thousand people and you play these showcases late at night in people's hotel rooms uh and there was one where like it was like uh i was playing a randy newman song because it was like a covers showcase and i was playing this randy newman song sail away or um uh yeah sail away which you may or may not know um it's like a profoundly racist song like it's like like incredibly racist with really racist lyrics and so instead and the purpose of these conferences guys is to get shows and gigs and have people be like super impressed oh this person is a great singer and lyricist and i want them to come to my venue uh and so i decided to take this opportunity to sing the song basically one line at a time and provide commentary in the middle so i would like sing and then i would talk about it and it was so bad and such a disaster. Uh, uh, Matt, the electrician, was in the room, and he like had been kind of one of my heroes for a while. And I just remember the look on his face, the look of just profound disappointment. Uh, and it was just like, you know, and so I finished uh, and like just sort of trembled for a little while and then left the room. That was I don't know if that was so much embarrassing because I feel like embarrassment is about like, there's not a whole lot of agency. That was just like, uh, I'm allowed to curse, right? I, that was yeah. just me really royally fucking up an opportunity. You know, I was just like, here's a, here's an opportunity with like a bunch of people in the room, like Matt, the electrician who like, I want to like me. And I just fucked it up. Ooh, ooh. My heart. Yeah, we've all had those moments. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. You're lying. You, you guys are both like, we, we've, we've never done anything like that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. No, not a hundred times. All of the time. There's so many times where I've like stopped an audition because I'm like, is there a, a, a locksmith in here? Because I can't find a key. <laughs> because like I just will be singing and it just is like I'm like cool. Um, right, well, myself out. No, <laughs> when I was 12 years old, no 13. Spring Awakening had just come out. The musical, if you're not familiar, yes. but it's a very dark musical and there's a song in it sung from the perspective of a girl who is is trigger warning incest molested by her father at 13 did not i just like it was the only song in the musical that was an alto song and i was like oh i can sing this song for brigadoon the musical audition at 13 i sang a song about ancestral rape and i obviously did not get the part (laughs) oh no i don't know why we all learn we all learn (laughs) we all live and learn and we get loves (laughs) i did not get loved oh god (laughs) <laughs> or get booted out of the industry they're just like please so please there's another me. one <laughs> please uh there was another post where i like the ones where you handwrite stuff you know like please come see the show you're like well you can't you were playing at the cactus room i think yes something like yeah and so you came up with some fun false facts about cacti yeah and i wanted to play to truth and a lie and see if we can figure out 
where where I lie is. So, Becky Joe, you go first because I forgot. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I once chipped my tooth on a microphone. Uh, I fell off the stage onto an audience member once. And I broke my, oh no, I broke my nose falling off stage. Not like off the stage, but I was off stage when it happened. All of those. Yeah, one of them has to be alive. None of them. <laughs> yeah, the rules are one of them has to be alive. So Chris, do a Chris just popped on like one of them has to be alive, Becky. You can't be telling. Yeah, they're Chris. all real. I promise one of them is alive. OK, say them again. Uh, that I once chipped my tooth on a microphone. Okay. I once fell into an audience member off a piano into the audience member. And the third was that uh, backstage I fell and broke my nose. All right. What's your guess here? Uh, the chipped tooth. That's my guess. Uh, you think that's a lie? I do. I think that the um, broke your nose off stage. Well, uh, Terry is correct. I have chipped my tooth on a fireplace and my dog's skull when she was super excited to see me once. Uh, but I have broken my nose backstage and I have indeed fallen off a piano into an audience member that has... 100% happened to me. It was not the best. Uh, the falling backstage, I actually, technically, I was holding onto a bunch of props when I fell, wow. so I couldn't break my fall with my hands. So I just went face first into my prop and broke my nose to the left. It's the fourth time I broke my, I broke my nose a lot. For not having wow. any surgery done, she looks kind of okay. It's a lot of makeup, but she looks kind of okay. <laughs> you can tell, you can literally, yeah, she's not, for the for the listeners, my nose is fucked. Uh, <laughs> she can't smell anything. <laughs> That's my two truths and a lie. The only All way, right. the only reason I knew that the microphone was was a lie is because I have worked my teeth on microphones like a hundred times. Just like. I don't even who I don't know how this happens, but it happens all the time. And so, if it hasn't happened to me, mm -hmm. then it ha it can't be true because, like, it's just I know, I know. It's a miracle. Why are they like? It's so close to your mouth. And I always yeah. like. I'm like, oh, the foam top ones look so dated. I'm like, no, you need the foam top. You too. I just like bonk. I bonked, and I the chip that my yeah. dog. Like I came home from a Christmas break. I hadn't seen her in like six days and she just leaped into my face and knocked like a tiny chunk of my already chipped filled in tooth part out. And I was like, wow. shit, how have I not done this with a microphone yet? Like, I know. Oh my God, it's, and then you have to keep going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the fun part. That okay, so mine arm. Uh, I went through an entire show with a flu and threw up it backstage in a bucket. So every time that I would go on stage, I would do a line and sing, and then I'd go off stage and throw up, and then I'd come back on stage. Um, the other one is, oh, I forgot. This is why I need to write things down. <laughs> Krista said, you did a line and then sang? Well, yeah, I did a line of Coke backstage, and... <laughs> <laughs> did a line of coke on stage and then threw up because of the coke 
Kim and I are way too lame for cocaine. That's the truth. We're already sweaty enough broke as is. Cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, too broke. Um. Oh, I I once uh, ran into a light pole while trying to flirt with a guy, and um, I once chipped my tooth um, on a battery. A Kimberly. What are you gonna do? Okay, I feel like I remember you telling me about the battery thing now. Because I told you about that dipshit Boy Scout I went to middle school with that blinded himself in one eye for taking a hatchet to a battery, right? (laughs) That kid became a cop. We should be afraid, okay? I wish Um, that that was his lie, but that sucks. Yeah, just so you know. That kid is an yeah. Overland Park police officer. Devin, don't play two truths and a lie because you lose automatically. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. I also feel like you might have run into a light pole on purpose to impress a man because that's who you are. <laughs> to impress a man. You want to watch me uh, run into this light pole? You're trying to flirt with Chris Farley and you're just like, watch me run into this fucking inanimate object. (laughs) Will this put wind in your sails? Wapow! (laughs) Oh, but but also, I I know I know that you're you don't like you're like me. I don't like working when I'm sick. I fucking hate it. So I'm going to guess that even though it's probably the one that it's probably true that you worked through a show sick, I'm going to guess that our internal diva will be like, I'm not going, I'm sick. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> and my mom always says, Kim, Adele gets sick. sick. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Adele canceled an entire tour because she smoked too much on the first part of it. She did. What do you think? I think that it was the stage one. That's incorrect. It's a oh. lie. Uh, it's not a lie. That I did. It was in high school, and I was doing Susical the Musical, and I was very sick, and I threw up in a bucket backstage. Um, and the lie is uh, the battery. I chipped my tooth on a fork, Done. not a battery. <laughs> Damn. That was a really good one because it was so implausible that it was like, it has to be true. <laughs> But I was just like, literally, I was, I was eating rice and I chipped my tooth. So Terry, what are yours? Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Number one, I was kicked out of the Boy Scouts for fighting. Number two. We have that in common. Number two, (laughs) uh, I worked on the floor of the United States House of Representatives as a senior legislative aide. Number three, uh, I worked in Brentwood, California on San Vicente Boulevard at Humphrey Yogurt's Yogurt Cafe in Brentwood. Yeah. That sounds delicious. It was. (laughs) I want to say that the second one is a lie. I think it's the first one because the two, the second two have so many details. 
I just also really want that. you to fight like that's but like I I'm thinking of you as the age you are now fighting with a boy scout and they're like you can't come here also you're a grown man <laughs> Kim I thought you were saying like based on how old you are now I'm gonna guess that the boy scouts let people fight and I'm like Kim are you calling him old uh- <laughs> Also, I want to. I want to. I want to believe that you were probably when the Boy Scouts first came invented. (laughs) There was a Fight Club. (laughs) So Jesus was his original pack master, or is that what it's called? What is that called? Yeah, we're headed in a really, really dangerous direction. I want to call it. Yeah, is it a den daddy? Because that's what I'm calling it. I'm calling it a den daddy. A den. The day our show ended. The day our show blew up. And got so many people to listen. Can use the phrase "den daddy." Kim, if you, I don't think you're prepared for what you just spoke into our algorithm. I don't think you are fully prepared for wishing "den daddy" upon us. Nope, Chris, don't put it in the comments. Chris is putting it in the. See now we're gonna. You know when you like Google something fucked up and it shows up on your wish ads the next day, y'all are gonna get some sick Ooh, shit. This for gonna Den be fun. Daddy. It's also our new catchphrase. Welcome to comedians interviewing musicians, Den Daddy. No, please, Terry, tell us. Please tell me. Please tell me that the Boy Scouts. I want to. I want to believe the. I, I want to believe the Boy Scouts kicked you out for like not fighting. No, they kicked me out for fighting. Damn it! Yes. Yeah. Damn it. Which was yeah. the lie? Were you a the lie man? was the, the yogurt shop. That was my wife. Oh, God. Yeah, oh. I really wanted it to wait. What? <laughs> my wife worked at the yoga shop. Yeah. The fact that it was still real. Yeah. Well, that, see, that's the see. So my my wife is possibly watching and I love her and she hates, hates playing like game like icebreakers at the beginning of like work things she really hates like all games uh but so she like has developed this strategy to make two truths and a lie like work for her in these like work contexts where it's like okay so here's what you have to do you need to tell uh the, the one that's a lie has to be true but with one small detail changed Mm. Yep. And so, like, I, hey, it wasn't a battery, it was a fart. Right. And it I wasn't, never thought, it wasn't a microphone, it was my dog. Exactly. Yeah. And I never thought that I would have to implement that strategy. I thought that was just like another useless piece of knowledge that I was going to have in my head. And no, little did I know that on comedians interviewing musicians, I would get to implement that strategy and work it. You won. Yes. <laughs> You literally won everything. Us. Before we cut to two songs, I really quickly want to know what was the fight in the Boy Scouts? Yeah, please. Was it like someone uh, stole more um, popcorn than you? Someone stole your s'more? So maybe hit on your raccoon girlfriend. I want. I so I don't even remember. There was just one kid who was an asshole and who was not yeah. nice to me. Uh, and like, um, and I think like. I said something I said something not nice to him indicative of the fact that I was about to hit him and the the Your den daddy the den daddy as it were didn't, yeah. didn't like that. <laughs> den daddies don't yeah. like that. 
<laughs> oh, I just hate it. I can't wait for these to be sound bites. <laughs> I can't wait to get doesn't like canceled exciting. by the Boy Scouts. Wouldn't that be a fucking... Come at me, Boy Scout. Come at me. They're like, we just start letting trans kids Scout. in. You have to be nice to us. And I'm like, no, I will not be nice to you, Boy Scouts. No, Chris just said we have a Boy new name Scouts? for Terry's stands. They're the Boy Scouts. Do you want to get real Terry's problematic? You want to make Scouts. sure Terry's Ooh. fans can be not within 150 feet of a school? We should stop now. Like, st- <laughs> no. Anywho. We have Den Daddy fans. Den Daddy, if you're gonna, if you're gonna insist on calling yourself a Den Daddy, I'm gonna need you to sign up to Patreon for at least twenty five dollars a month. I will not baptize that well. <laughs> that's right. I mean, you're exactly. gonna go like that's gonna be my new Instagram handle. Yeah. Okay, and that's when you got reported to the cops. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> this is how this is how we all go down. It so. has to be your OnlyFans page. Yeah. We're going to get stuck with some weird cold case crime just because of this. Like, this cannot be a thing. Uh, if you're having a good time, please consider <laughs> donating to Venmo at Terry Klein Music with a fist bump and the emoji, uh, the gritted teeth, just so they know it's real. And <laughs> track like, a, yeah, just a no. See, Chris is now, hey, Den Daddy's joined Patreon today for just yes! $25 a month. Ah! This oh, no. This is the best thing that's ever happened on this show. I'm begrudgingly liking it. But uh, anywho, so please, please, please tip Terry uh, on Venmo and PayPal. The links are pinned. Uh, and make sure you use the fist bump and the eek gritted teeth emoji. And uh, without any further ado, we're going to hear two more songs um, from Terry. We're going to come back, play a game, hear one more song, and then we're filming some Patreon exclusives. So you have a few more minutes to subscribe to the Patreon so that you will get uh, notified when our exclusive content comes out. But until then, here's two more songs from Terry Klein. Thanks, Kim, for the stand meal. We love it. Well. I'm going to play a song of mine called Oklahoma. six-pack of beer east of Dakota at a truck stop and I get back on to the road I drink one after the next and I admire that prairie sunset and I hope I 40 carries me back home well my sister Said the dead could use a visit I said I don't know what good that would do I've been drinking and depressed and kind of useless She said it might not be a bad thing for you to So I'm driving across Oklahoma But doing all I can to stay in my own lane Should it turned around Back in Arkansas But I got 
my mother's blood in my veins. cold sweat west of Okima. I wish my racing heart would just give it a rest. I think of pulling off, picking up a half pint to Smirnoff, but I hear my mother's sweet voice in my head. She said, I need you to try and be there. Your daddy. I know it's hard for you, just do the best you can. Well, she was gone just a few short hours later. And Dad refused to let go of her hand. So I'm driving across Oklahoma. Doing all I can to stay in my own lane I should have turned around Back in Arkansas But I got my mother's blood in my veins Oh, oh First time at the house since the reception. Well, I've been saying it's tough for me to get away. Now facing down the dear departed memories. And my daddy's grief might be more than I can take. But I'm driving across. Oklahoma I'm doing all I can to stay in my own lane I should have turned around back in Arkansas but I got my mother's blood in my veins So that song is called Oklahoma. It's on my second record, um, which is called Tex, because my nickname when I was a little kid growing up in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, my dad's nickname for me was Tex, uh, for no good reason whatsoever. Um, uh, so that's the name of the second record. That first song, Sagamore Bridge, is also on uh, that record, which came out in January of 2019. Um, and you can find uh, that record and my first record, Great Northern, uh, on the store on my website, um, which is terrykleinmusic.com, which may be on your screen right now. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but uh, so, so you can find that, that stuff uh, all there. Both of those were 
produced uh, by my dear friend uh, and mentor, Walt Wilkins. Um, and uh, we just had a lot of fun making them. Uh, I feel like um, I kind of knew that making records was going to be awesome, but um, I didn't know just kind of how much fun it really is. I love the songwriting part of stuff, and I love the record-making part of stuff. Um, this is just a, a pretty a pretty cool job to have, I have to say. After uh, We haven't talked about it uh, with the host, but I was, I was a lawyer for 15 years in Boston before I started doing this full-time, so... This is one of those songs I wrote in Boston right before we moved here to Austin, Texas. Uh, and uh, what I used to do when I was kind of winding down my law practice is I would walk uh, in the mornings, uh, take real, you know, like two hour long walks. Um, and, I would tr and I would sort of write during those walks and, and, uh, and I'd have like 15 or 20 minutes when I got back to try to put like what I was working in my head to sit with the guitar and work on it. And then I would take the train into the office and I would work all afternoon on my law practice and then I would go home, I'd have dinner, uh, put my kids to bed and hang out with my wife and then I'd go out and play open mics pretty much every night of the week. Um, and uh, that'll, that'll teach you what works and what doesn't, I guess. But this is one of those songs that happened on one of those walks. It's called Everywhere But Here. It's on my first record, Great Northern. Um, I love the way it sounds on that record so much. Um, and, uh, and I hope you'll check it out on Spotify, or you can buy it from me, or uh, you can listen to it on YouTube. I don't know. There's just a lot of places you can listen to music now. It was a rainy night. In April, end of our crazy run, we fought about the weather and made love when we were done. You said goodbye, I'll miss you. I said I'll miss you too. I don't know if I believed it, but it felt like it was true. And then you kissed me. Like you've never done before Yeah, parting such sweet sorrow You walked out my door And I loved you in Montana And in San Diego From Tacoma to Topeka on up to Orono well, I loved you in your letters And with the phone pressed to my ear I loved you Everywhere but here And now and then you'd call me From a million miles away and say you wished we were together And I thought my heart would break But it never came to nothing That busted love we shared We'd have found a way to argue About the color of the air So we wandered 
through our separate lines. Hell, love is a smoke made with the fumes of sighs. And I loved you in Montana and in San Diego from Tacoma to Topeka on up to Orono I loved you in your letters and with the phone pressed to my ear I loved you everywhere but here Like a picture painted by Seurat. Yeah, we were perfect from a distance, but a tempest close we got. And I loved you in Montana. And in San Diego, from Tacoma to Topeka, on up to Orono. Well, I loved you in your letters, and with the phone pressed to my ear, I loved you everywhere. Yes, I loved you everywhere but here. Yay! Thanks again so much, Terry Klein, for joining us here on Comedians Interviewing Musicians. This is episode 170. If you are having a good time, please join the Patreon. Please tip Terry uh, with a fist bump and an eek uh, teeth grinding emoji so they know you listen to the show. Um, this is the segment of the show where we like to play this little game. We're playing another game. Uh, this one, uh, your wife's tricks will not help you with. Uh, no, it's really, it's a BuzzFeed quiz. Uh -huh. Um, you had this beautiful uh, post on Instagram and it was a slow motion video of some waves crashing up on a beach. And the quote that you, the caption you chose was, I take a lot for granted, but there's magic and impossibility just about everywhere. I take the time to look for it. And I had a moment where one of my therapists, which we found out in pre pre uh, interview, one of my therapists said something very similar to me. He's like, I think you have uh, apophenia. Yes. Uh, and it's basically where, where some people uh, feel the need to find meaning in the meaningless. Um, 
And when we talked about it earlier, you said you had a therapist say the exact same thing to you. So I'm here here for this. But um, I don't know if our <laughs> audience is familiar with the term pareidolia. Pareidolia is this sort of um, creative phenomenon that appears. Uh, you ever see like kids who look at clouds and see faces? Um, uh, apophenia is specific to grand ideas. Uh, I think, you know, it could be um, metaphors. It could be visual. It could be sound that they make meaningful um, where they need to find a meaning in something Pareidolia is specifically seeing images hidden in other images. So when you look at a light socket and see a little tiny smiling face, that is experiencing pareidolia. But some people have varying degrees of this. And BuzzFeed, thank God for BuzzFeed. They made a quiz. Good. Let's find let's pick our favorite Disney princesses and find out what kind of bread we are. Yes, it's exactly what's going to happen. We all know I'm a rye. She, everyone knows she's pumpernickel. Um, oh in, my God, I was thinking pumpernickel too. It's because for the view, for the listeners, Kim and I are twins. Um, <laughs> anywho, so I put the BuzzFeed Paradolia quiz in the Facebook comments. Um, I'm hoping Chris will note note to editor put the pareidolia quiz in the YouTube description as well. Uh, and we're going to walk through this quiz. Um, if you're listening to this and you're not just watching it on YouTube, what are you doing, man? What are you oh doing? <laughs> just go back now um, while we're here. We're just going to do this pareidolia quiz. Um, on, I like this first picture that looks like an eyeball. Yes. Uh, the caption above the eyeball picture is pareidolia is basically when you see something, for example, a face in an inanimate object. Here's an example, water draining in a sink that looks like an eye. You get the concept here? That is an eye. That is not water draining in a right, sink. Right. That is 100% an eyeball. <laughs> I do not understand. Of yeah. what? Because it's got bubbles around it. The abominable snowman, Kim. Don't judge him. You're rude. <laughs> um, anywho, so, okay, so we're going to, uh, some of these are on a scale of one to 10. Some of these are how quickly you see something. So this one is how quickly, and the captions, the question says, how long does it take for you to see a face or a facial street or feature within this tree? I'm gonna show you the tree. And just let me know when you see a face. Oh, I saw it immediately. Right, immediately. So we're gonna switch it to slide immediately. Um, and this next one is- I'm so excited. It's fun, it's so fun. Um, I took oh, this quiz, I, I took this quiz earlier and I am, uh, according to them, like hyper paradoxical. I see faces- Also like, what are we doing with like having you make a game each week? We should just do Buzzfeed quizzes with our guests. Honestly, just make some, make some intern at Buzzfeed. <laughs> he doesn't get paid enough. Ross, Ross please. agrees. He <laughs> loves Buzzfeed. We'll do your princess and your bread later. Jeez. He said, I want to know what Starbucks coffee I am. Um, <laughs> how long does it take for you to see a face within these pliers? Immediately. Immediately. First of all, he's right there. He's I'm not, I'm not. He's might as well be Miss Pac-Man. That's like my I mean, friend. Yeah. I, I love it looks that. Like Sam. It does. Also, I made the mistake of looking at a series of tweets the other day where it showed me this the size of the toucan's skull in comparison to their beak. Don't do that. Don't do it. 
It's disturbing. Okay. Um, how many faces do you see in this photo? I'm going to get a little close because it's, uh, I feel like this one's a close up. Maybe my pareidolia is not as strong in this one, but it's a couple of buildings, some grain silos, maybe. It get. I see zero faces. See? Really? The only faces I saw were in the. Oh. Right. There's, yeah, there are a couple there. Got there are on. clearly two, but it's such a tiny picture. So we'll go mid grade on that one. Give you because as soon as you bumped in, you know, um, this one's fun. Do you see any faces or <gasps> facial features in this rock structure? Oh, my God. Immediately. See, that just looks like a bunch of dough to me. It um, looks like dogs. I've, I see like basset hounds. I see one head of a chimpanzee. And yeah, that's see, all. it's like it's very uh like the nostrils. Yeah. Yeah, it's I like, like <laughs> oh, you see nostrils, I see eyeballs. Cause I've I'm looking at like a basset hound with like big droopy oh, eyes. No, I see like an old man. You know how like sometimes you see like a potato and it looks like an old person? That's no. just like this is an old person rock potato. <laughs> okay. This next one says on a scale of one to ten, how clearly do you see faces in this image? And these are three, <gasps> these are three what look like power line. Um and oh my gosh. Uh I see like there are the two on the right that are illuminated. I that's like a ten, but I can't really see the the one in the dark, like I have to talk myself in in the shadow. I have it's to an owl. Into it. Yeah, I see an owl, Kim. Yeah, I see it's like a little two, baby owl. Two grumpy dudes and a little baby owl. It's it's two of me because I'm next to a bird. And I hate birds. <laughs> Kim does not like birds. I um, don't like birds. So we're so gonna much. give Terry. We'll give you a seven out of ten because you saw the other two guys. Um, oh, this one's fun. On a scale of one to ten, how clearly? Do you see a face in these clouds? Ooh. Uh, 10. I see it right away. Right. It's the profile, right? It's yeah, a very yeah. clear profile. So we're going to. I feel like he's up. very wise. Oh, yeah. Okay. This person knows a lot. Yeah, man. Perhaps. See, yeah. Perhaps it's a den daddy. <gasps> Terry, why do you. you know, I love you no. so much for coming full circle with that and making Becky Joe physically ill. Thank you so much. Don't validate her pervitude. Also, this is this next one is the only one I didn't see. What did I, I just clicked a button? This is the only one I didn't see. And it says on a scale of one to ten, how clearly do you see facial features in this image? It's a Rorschach Whoa. kind of purple and green moment. Zero. I couldn't find I'm a facial sorry. feature at all. I see two dinosaurs fighting about to fight. Oh, I can see that. Papa there? I just see a moth. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just see like uh, my four-year-old brought home an image and I'm like, great. Okay. Um, and okay, we have a few, we have like four more. Okay. So this next one is on a scale of one to 10, how clearly do you see things within this, within these sticks? And honestly, this looks like, like a 90s new metal band cover yeah i want this on a t-shirt it's it just says see I things so many i see I mean, so many things yeah i do too i yeah there's like How something trying to do eat you me. see things within Ooh. oh 
Oh, Kate Howard's keeping score. Oh, because I forgot to go back to replying. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, I definitely see like one of those, like, well, like this helmet. Like, tell yeah. me, tell me, this isn't a scene from Disasterland. Thank you. Isn't isn't that or Wasteland Wasteland Weekend that like weekend out in the desert that they just play like crappy metal and they race? The thing in the middle looks like a sad dog. Yeah, or it's um 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 Mad Max. Yes. Isn't it actually? Is that what it actually is or no? No, it's literally just it's a it's a it's a mirrored image of some sticks. Okay. But it's so much happening. You're just like, I see a disturbed album cover. Um, Do you see any sort of face or facial features within this image? Yes. Right. Good old fashioned profile. Yeah. It kind of old German witch. It, exactly. It kind of reminds me of that. Um, the 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 inverted witch to princess thing that's on the cover of Invisible Monsters by Chuck Palahniuk. The like, is it a lady with a crown? Is it a nice old witch woman? OK, so definitely. Yes. Um, do you see any sort of face or objects within this image? Face or objects is kind of subjective. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you to say something. Oh, I see God. Something? Uh I, I mean, it tired. looks uh, it looks vaguely like the female reproductive system to me. I thought but... so, too. Looks a little uterine. Yeah. I see um, two. Uh... I see an angry thing. Yeah, there's something mad at me in there. <laughs> I see. I see a platypus two platypi back to back. See, so. yeah, I, I got I got kind of like um, a two headed turtle. Oh, yeah, but also like very much uterus. I'm still dealing with the fact that I have a female reproductive system that's mad at me. I'm that's going to dog me for a little while. Um, I mean, okay, well, obviously, that's kind of <laughs> redundant. story of my life. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, I'm also I'm- mad at a man. I'm pretty sure this picture is a picture of a frog. If it's not, I'm going to be upset. But it says, how quickly do you see a face? It's definitely not a frog. It looks like a face. It's like a weird face, but it yeah, I see the face. Because I just saw a little melty frog face. Okay, Kate Howard says... Ladies, please check out my face Facebook page, The Faces of Things. I'm so into this quiz. Of course, you're pareidolic too, Kate. Creative people see shit. I'm just saying things. Yeah, okay. So you saw it in, you saw it immediately. All right, and finally, on a scale, oh, Jesus, as I cut out of the quiz. Finally, on a scale of one to 10, how clearly can you see faces or objects within this pattern? And this feels oh, yeah. like, this feels like a, uh, like Nicktoons circa 2012 to me. It's very Alice in Wonderland. Yes. I don't, I don't see, I don't see faces. I like kind of objects, but like, you I can see a face like a... here. Okay. Like kind of like a, uh, huh. <laughs> I see like, like a King or a queen, you know? Yeah. yeah you can see the crown. Yeah. There's a little, yes, like a, a little four. Bit of you can give me like a four. Okay. Are we ready? We're going to find out how pareidolic Carrie Klein is. You got, got you have an incredibly intense pareidolia. 
Uh, it seems you could find a particular object or face in just about everything. You're not even necessarily searching. It's just the way your mind works, tending to look for recognizable patterns within whatever you're looking at. That's exactly mm. what I got. <laughs> just like, girl, you see in shit. Chris saw nothing. Is there a vaccine for that, Chris? Chris is like, I didn't even see a picture. What the hell? I think, I mean, honestly, I think it's kind of, I think it's dope. I just, why not? Why not see shit? Good job, Terry. Without drugs. We saw stuff without drugs. Come on, guys. <laughs> we Good did it. Us. Someone call McGruff the crime dog and get us an award. Uh, and also thanks to Kate Howard for playing along. It is, I love that, the faces of things. I'm 100%. I feel like she told us this. Maybe we talked about Paris. I've talked to so many musicians. Oh my God. <laughs> Kim and I are just so popular. We don't Kim's Make face right now for, for the, for the, for the <laughs> listeners. She's like, I will burn your entire house down. Shut the I'm fuck exhausted. <laughs> uh, well, thanks again, Terry, for playing with us. If you had a good time tonight, you know what I'm going to say. Venmo Terry with the fist bump and the eek emoji and uh, join us on Patreon to see the exclusive content we are about to film for you after he plays his final song for the live stream. If thank you, Kim, I look, Ooh, who gave you permission? <laughs> thank I don't know. You. I felt like a jazz owl. <laughs> little, <laughs> a little jazz hoot. Um, <laughs> and please, uh, watch, uh, all the stuff we've got coming out on Patreon soon. Again, new TV show coming out and a bunch of new behind the scenes shit. So stay tuned. Kimberly, where can we follow you? Yes. Kim, Stacy and uh, Choo Choo Lorraine's got a little Instagram as well. Yeah, and I have a web website, yes, Kim Yes, Kim And Terry, where can everybody find you, support you, and buy your music? Uh, so the website is terrykleinmusic.com. Uh, the Instagram and Twitter are Klein Songs. Um, Facebook is Terry Klein Music. Uh, and who, who knows what else there is out there? Chris is going to pin it in the comments, so be make sure to know. <laughs> And uh, thanks to our Patreon spotlights. Uh, we got D Coyote, Far Guitar Studios, and the Wallens. We love you, love you, love you. Hope you guys are doing well, and we miss you. Can't wait to see you again soon. We're back to starting to ease our way back into live shows once the world gets safe and uh, mostly vaxxed. So get back and come see us. We're off next week. We're back uh, on the 8th with Neutral on Call. Yeah. Kim's like, didn't know I had Tuesday off. What's you happening? You Tuesday off. Um, you know, we all just need a little bricky break sometimes. Thank God. Maybe I won't break my face. No, don't do that. Please, God, no. No more dropping lights on your no face. More act, no more car accidents. No more meningitis. And no more breaking my face. No, next week, we're going to get you um, a chiropractor, um, a witch, and um, a face guard. And we'll be, we'll be good. Yeah. So please join Patreon um, so I can afford... Uh, one of those bubble suits. Yeah, we're going to turn him. Remember Jake Gyllenhaal and Bubble Boy? Great movie. He got to eat those dope ass wheat germ cookies. That could be you, but you're not on Patreon. I want to be a human hamster. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, Well, I love you both. Uh, This is one more song from Terry Klein. Please, please, please take this opportunity to tip Terry and to join us on Patreon so you can see the exclusive bonus we're about to film for you. But here's one more song. Enjoy. All right. I'm going to finish up with a song called Does the Fish Feel the Knife? 
which uh, you can get on vinyl from me uh, on my website. It's terrykleinmusic.com store. Uh, if you like this song, we have a really cool little seven-inch single with fancy artwork and all that stuff. It's been a pleasure being here with everybody tonight, and uh, I'm going to close with this one. Does the fish feel the knife? That's what she asked me. I did not know how I should respond. She asked me again. Said, Daddy, did you hear me? Any answer that I gave will get it wrong. Yeah, most things seem kind of simple Until you poke at them even just a little Does the fish feel the knife? What happens when we die? Is it kind of like sleeping? Well, she asked me this And I was at a loss Driving home from a wake Early in the evening I'd seen her staring up At Jesus on the cross And you can't say no one knows Not to a girl who's four years old Does the fish feel a knife? You need a license to drive a car To shoot a buck To cut a man's hair Anyone can have a kid I send you home Good luck, take care Does the fish feel the knife? Well, Daddy, who's that man? Why's he always on the corner? She asked me as we sat there at the light, a cardboard sign, spare a dime or a quarter. Man, there's so much in this world that just ain't right. We let folks slip through the cracks. I wasn't gonna tell her that. Does the fish feel the knife? You need a license to drive a car, to shoot a buck, to cut a man's hair. Anyone can have a kid. I send you home, good luck, take care. Does the fish feel the knife? 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 Yes! Thank you guys so much for tuning in and watching episode 170 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. My name is Becky Jo Neal. That's Kim Stacy. Sure is. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, we were joined by the incredibly talented Terry Klein. Thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Love you. Bye. Thanks. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love we'll you see bye. you next. Uh, we won't see you next week. We'll see you next next week.
Bye, guys. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. 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 Kim just Jurassic Park exits us. Bye. Okay, head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.